Ladies and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. On. This is a queer place. Gets on your nerves after a while. Yes, it is a bit gloomy. Never mind. I've come to take you out of it. Where to? A friend of mine who's away from London has left me the keys of his rooms. I know he won't uh, mind you using them. Supposing he comes back and finds me there? Oh, he wouldn't do that without letting me know. Are you sure? What's his name? His name? Yes. His name is... Edward Hyde. That's a funny name. Well, he's rather a queer person himself. Still, his rooms are very comfortable. You can be sure of not being disturbed. Uh, look, I brought you some clothes. If you dress yourself in these, I'll go and get a cab. You can slip out the back door and into it, and no one need see you. <laughs> it's funny to hear you talk like that. Anyone would think you'd been helping criminals to escape all your life. You're not a criminal, Hetty. Oh, yes, I am. Seven charges of stealing against me. You can't wink your heart that, you know. Well, get yourself dressed and we'll be on our way. I'll open the door into the little lane at the back. You can come out as soon as you're ready. You'll find me waiting in the cab. Say, there isn't any trick in this, is there? What makes you ask? Hmm, I don't know. You just get used to looking for the catch and things after a while. Oh. Why should you bother about me, anyhow? Just to try and make you see that I'm not all bad. No, I, I never thought that. I just know you're like all the rest of us. Didn't want to be found out, that's all. Say, this is a nice dress. Where'd you get it? I went out and bought it first thing this morning. <laughs> well, you've got a good eye for what's nice. I'll give you that. Off you go, then. I'll be ready in about ten minutes. Nobody here. Just as I told you. Cool. This is a bit of style, isn't it? Mr. Hyde must be a proper swell to have things like this. What's he doing with it in a mean little back street like this? Well, I told you he was rather a queer sort of chap. He prefers this part of London. Do you mean to say he won't mind me being here? I'm sure he won't. Now, just make yourself at home and do what you like. But look at the carpet and the furniture. Why, I've never seen things like that before out of a shop. Bit neglected, though. Oh, look at all the dust. Well, you see, he's been away some time. And you can amuse yourself cleaning it up. And what will I do after that? I can't stay cooped up here all the time. Well, wait till tonight. After it gets dark, I'll come back and... Well, then we can decide uh, what you'll do. Uh, can you put up with it uh, for a day? <laughs> put up with it? Didn't I tell you I'd been doing solitary confinement in that hellhole of a prison reformatory? I'll order some food to be sent round to you from the shops. The tradespeople know this place. There's a little box just outside the kitchen door. They leave everything there, so you uh, needn't see anyone at all. Gee, look at the sun shining outside. You can see it even in this dirty little street. 
It'd be nice to go for a walk, wouldn't it? Oh, I don't think you'd better do that. Oh, don't worry. I'm taking their chances. If you only knew what it's like to be shut up for months on end. The very thought of walking about among people again. Oh, well, no good thinking of that. You'll come tonight for sure, won't you? For sure. You can expect me around about ten o'clock. Ten? That's late. Well, it doesn't get dark till nearly nine. Yeah, that's right. And, and you're just as anxious to keep out of sight as I am. Wouldn't do to be seen with me, would it? Please, Hetty. Oh, I don't blame you. Off you go, then. I can see you're on pins and needles. I'll be all right here. Well, I'll see you at ten o'clock, then. Yes, at ten o'clock. <laughs> little fellow. Don't be afraid. I'm not going to hurt you very much. Margaret, hand me over that basin of water and some fresh lint, will you? What's the matter, Henry? Is he badly hurt? I can't tell yet. Well, old chap, what happened? Did you get knocked down? Yes, sir. I was right along the street on a message for me mother. And you got mixed up with a horse and dray. I know. The driver told me about it when he brought you here. Well, now, let's have a look at this leg of yours. Oh, steady now, steady. Oh, steady. I may have to hurt a bit. Look, you hold my hand. Hold it hard, see? I don't mind if you dig your nails into me. There. Does that help a little? Yes, miss. Then you hang on for all your worth. Uh, tell me, what's your name? Johnny, miss. Johnny, is it? I knew someone named John. He lives in the country. Have you ever been out into the country, Johnny? Once, on a bank all day. My mother and my father took me out to Hampstead Eats. Did you like it? Oh, yes, it was busking, miss. Merry-go-rounds and cut that shies, and then we seen a real good go in between two fellas down near the Bourbon Bush Hotel. <laughs> That's what you call a day in the country, is it? That isn't what I mean. I mean where you can see horses and cows and and walk for miles and miles over the green fields and, and find bird nests and go fishing. Is that what the chap you know does? You mean John? Oh, yes, he does all those things. Oh, crap, you'd like to see a bird nest. John's got a collection of eggs he found when he was a little boy. Oh, he's grown up now, is he? Yes, he's a man now. Oh. Oh, but he still likes to walk along the hedgerows and look for nests. We found a thrush's nest one day when I was staying down at his place. He showed me the little mother bird sitting on her eggs. He must be a pretty nice sort of cow. He is. Oh, oh, oh poor little chap. Have you nearly finished, Henry? I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. My hand must have slipped. I think I've got this wound fairly clean now. There aren't any bones broken, so I'll just have to bandage it and then he can go home. Oh, but he won't be able to walk. Well, as soon as his mother comes, we'll get a cab and send him off in that. Where is he? Where is my Johnny? Oh, well, that sounds like her now. Dr. Jekyll, the little boy's mother's here now. Will I let her come in? Yes, I think it'll be all right. Thank you, nurse. Will you be a good boy now, Johnny, and tell your mother you're not hurt much? Yes, sir. All right, tell her to come in, nurse. I don't think Nurse Peters quite approves of my bringing you down here, Margaret. Oh, I hope she won't think I'm trying, trying to usurp her place. Uh, she's a grand person, but just a little bit touchy. Perhaps I'd better go then. Oh, no, no, no. Let her get used to the idea of you. I hope this won't be your last visit down here, Margaret. 
Would you really like me to come? Well, if you can bear the sights and sounds, some of them aren't very pretty, you know. If I could be of any help, I'd come every day of my life. Margaret, I don't deserve what you give me, you know. When I see you working here amongst these poor, friendless people, giving so much to them, I feel ashamed that I ever doubted you. You have doubted then? Yes, Henry. I have. Oh, forgive me, will you? I'm such a fool to have ever listened. But I won't again. I swear it. The things you heard are probably true. There's more than one side to my nature, you know. Johnny! Oh, Johnny. Uh, he's all right. Look, he's sitting up as though nothing had ever happened. Oh, how can I ever thank you, sir? They told me you were taking care of him. He's down at Dr. Jekyll's, I says. And I just thank heavens for that. For if anything can be done for my boy, it's Dr. Jekyll will do it. Oh, uh, that's all right, then. He's just been cut and knocked about a bit, and you'll have to keep him quiet for a few days till the wound heals on his knee. After that, he'll be running about as well as ever. And don't you go letting me catch you hanging onto the backs of drives and lorries anymore, young man, or I'll give you what's what, I will. Oh, poor little oh, chap. Oh, me, Mum. Can't you give a fellow a chance? <laughs> Jolly's probably learnt his lesson. Now, I'll get a cab for you, and you can take him home. I'll call him and have a look at him this evening and see that no other symptoms have developed. Uh, leave your address with Nurse Peters before you go. Oh, how can I ever thank you, sir? Your heaven-sent blessing to us people here. If only there was more of your kind, the world would be a different place. Oh, you don't have to thank me. Just keep young Johnny away from horses' hooves in future, and that'll be enough. You can trust me for that. If ever I catches him at it again... Mrs. Jekyll, there are a lot of people in the waiting room. Oh, thank you, nurse. Uh, do you think you could get someone to find a cab to take Johnny and his mother home? I'll try, doctor. Good. Now, off with you, young man. I'll see you later on. Send in Mrs. Higgins next, will you please, nurse? Yes. Goodbye, mister. Goodbye, lady. And if that car be an hour, it's any of them eggs to spare. I'll ask him the next time I see him. Oh, Johnny, haven't I told you not to keep asking oh, for things? Quite all right. Well, that's the only way I can get me. I think you'd better leave this uh, next patient to Nurse Peters, Margaret. It's a leg ulcer and not a very pretty sight. Oh, if I sat away in the corner and just watched, would I be in the way? Oh, you'd never be in the way, sweetheart. I do so want to learn, and this is the only way I can do it. All right, but don't be ashamed to say if things get too much for you. Many a first-year medical student has to rush out of the casualty room, you know. Did you, Henry? <laughs> I did, and more than once. All the human frailties are mine, I'm afraid. Mrs. Higgins, That's better. Can you see me? 
My name is Edward Hyde. 